genre. Welcome back, listeners, to Toy Story Minute, the daily podcast where we talk about Toy Story, wouldn't you know it, a minute at a time. I'm John. I'm Jeb. And with us once again is our guest, Thomas, from the Never Ending Minute podcast. Hey, guys. How are you doing? How was your overnight stay in our luxury suite? It wasn't too bad, although I kept hitting my head on the roof going up to the third third bunk bunk bed. bed there. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're putting you in the room alone. We're not in the same room, so you could be sleeping on those lower bunks. Yeah. I know, but see, I'm a tall guy, so I'm used to being near the ceiling anyway, so I just felt like it might be more comfortable (laughs) that way. All right. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Whatever works for you. I'm just imagining that all short people just, like, go on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, I'm sure we've all had this experience, and I had this for, like, a year of college, where you have a mattress on the ground, and that's your bed. (laughs) And then you just get shorter, apparently. Yep. (laughs) So this is... Pretty much any time you move, you do that for a while, too. Before you feel like building the bed. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So this is minute 19 of Toy Story. We start with Ranger... Ranger. My favorite line read, maybe in the movie. Well, second favorite, because you are a toy, is great. Yeah, that's classic. But Ranger is wonderfully emphasized, and it ends with the airplane starting to spin around that. Mm-hmm. Strange airplanes only in this and the next this, minute. Yeah. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to have a life of its own. Yeah, it or- doesn't. Let's go ahead into that. Is the airplane a capital T toy that lives and moves around like RC or any of the other it ones? It does seem to start by itself, so it must have some kind of function, but I don't know if it's got a personality or not. I actually do have a note on this because I was looking in the script to see what it said about the whole following with style sequence. The script says that Buzz gets wedged in between the airplane's wheels and then... His impact hits a switch, which I didn't see a switch under the airplane, but apparently, apparently there. yeah, that started the propeller. Yeah, I really tried scrubbing through that frame by frame, and I couldn't see anything. It's the weakest part of this minute, let's be real, which is why this isn't Planes Minute, because we haven't even discussed cars yet. So Right. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the before the falling with style really starts. Buzz's wings get like played with by Woody. <laughs> yep. And yes. he makes the goofiest face. So the toys' bodies. Are Buzz's wings a part of his body? Uh, like can he feel it when Bu- when Woody touches him? I don't no, think... I think it's gotta be more like uh just exactly what it's showing. It's gotta be like a outfit he's wearing. Yeah. To I think him. the grabbing of the wing is like pulling him down because it's on him and that's why he's looking at him in so the does, face does, and he's like, I, I just does had he the have creepiest like arms thought. because his joints are very small. I like, just had the creepiest the thought. What? Buzz without his suit. Oh my uh, goodness. Oh wow. <laughs> and he's got he's got a really skinny waist, so he might be like a scrawny guy under all that. My first note here is about what he's says about his wings that they're a terillium copper al- uh, terillium a terillium, alloy. so yeah. terillium I looked up what that was it's not and a it's a it is a thing kind of um actually tellurium <laughs> no, actually. is an element and it is a sometimes noxious metal that is often allied with copper or steel but terillium that is with the R before the L <laughs> nerdy nerdy persona is a uh, fictional you, yes, did it you is find fictional, anything about that? i did it's, what um uh, <laughs> it's a copper alloy of 
12 medals at least that Scotty Cameron came up with for mm. golf clubs. But it is totally a made-up name. It's just the name he gave to this 12-metal alloy that he d- invented for golf clubs. So then, would Buzz's wings be actually a 13-metal alloy? <laughs> Maybe. That's, that's exactly, because... Separate. <laughs> I know. When were these golf clubs... Are these golf clubs based on Buzz Lightyear, or are they a real <laughs> thing? Are they, I mean, were they real. The before? They're, they're real, but I, I didn't figure out whether or not he came up with this before or after seeing the movie. We talked about Crystallic Fusion earlier in the week with Sully, and that's a real thing, except for he, the guy who invented it renamed it because he didn't... Do too. Yeah, it was already yeah. a thing in Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so he's got golf club wings, basically. Yes, pretty much, yeah. That's Apparently this, this alloy was so important in golf clubs that eventually it made it out into space and became part of the wings. I guess. Hmm. It, that That is very interesting. Okay. With his wings, first of all, they don't really fit in his body. They're too big. Yeah. They're too big for his little backpacky thing. And secondly... Buzz doesn't really have a propulsion system, so is his body... What is he? Does he have, like, an anti-grav suit or something? I mean, in the show, he just kind of takes off. In all the fictional depictions that I've seen, I haven't gone through the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command show. I have seen a couple episodes. Yeah, but, like, have you gone through it minute by minute, Jeb? No, not like this movie. (laughs) (laughs) That would be an endeavor. Maybe maybe in the uh, off-season we'll do, like, a special episode where we watch that series or something. (laughs) But... He doesn't have a means of propulsion, so I feel like he'd only really fly, kind of like we were talking about Batman earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like Batman, he jumps off of things and glides. Doesn't really, yeah, So doesn't you fly. mentioned that you didn't think the wings fit. I think they actually do fit because the longest part of the wing actually slides into the shorter part of the wing and then folds up underneath. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't see a joint. I mean... Yeah, if you, if you look at it at second eight, you can oh, kind of see like a frame where frame? a green joint between the two. Ooh, okay. That's wow. I did frame by frame for some other stuff, but not for that. I did for the the plane, of course. Mm-hmm. Speaking of parts of Buzz that aren't really parts of Buzz, Woody touching his helmet makes like a squeaky noise. <laughs> when, yeah, don't know what that is. When he calls him Light Beer, which that's oh my amazing. gosh, I fell out of my chair laughing when I heard that. <laughs> I think that might be the first instance. You know when you're growing up and you watch these kids' movies, and then later on you're like, oh, that was a joke because of this. Yeah. It's like with Bugs Bunny. That's everyone's Bugs Bunny is you watch The Rabbit of Seville, and then later you find out, oh, that's an actual opera song. Yeah. It's yep. the same kind of thing with Light Beer, because I did not catch that at all when I was a kid. Nope, me neither. I guess he's cracking open a cold one with the voice. <laughs> Him and Bo Peep are going out and hanging Cracking out behind up. the bank. Yup. <laughs> Just going to go on a, a cough. Well, that that, that, that brings, yeah. a, brings me to a thought from last minute. Do you think Andy's mom is in there drinking too when she cleans up the toys? Maybe that's how <laughs> Woody first saw Lightbeer. Exactly. I mean, she's, she's fit. I mean, she's trim because she's still in her dating phase. You know what? During this whole falling with style sequence... They're still having a party downstairs. They sure are. Yes. And the army men are missing it. Man, <laughs> I feel bad for Sarge. <laughs> Poor Sarge. He's in the middle of his, his super important mission. He goes through a lot in this movie. He's got a lot of emotional trauma he's got to deal with. Yeah, that's true. He makes up, in the men. third movie, it's kind of yeah. a cameo role only. So, I mean, Sarge in the third mm, movie, they, yeah. they leave at the beginning and come back at the end. Yeah. I don't even remember them doing very much in the second movie. They could have utilized them a lot more. Well, they probably realized how over the top 
their missions are. Well, they went on a mission to rescue Woody in the second movie. They would have been perfect for that. Even just then, Sarge. Mm-hmm. Maybe they Although, couldn't get Arlene with them wobbling house. foot to foot, that might have taken a while. <laughs> yeah. Have them ride on Slinky or something. Or ride on Rex. <sighs> Ooh. So we have a dachshund, and after watching these minutes, my girlfriend's like, I know what, we're going to dress her up as this Halloween. <gasps> she wants to get like a, a black sock oh with, uh, with with a silver thing going around it so she looks like a slinky. Please. <laughs> these these movies are great for dog lovers because every movie has a dog in it. Yeah. Uh, Whether it be a slinky dog well, or... Well, this has... Spud. Yeah, no, Spite. Or Spud. Spud. Yeah. yeah. Not and spud then the dog. next movie has... What's Andy's dog's name? Buster? Bull, bullseye. No, Bullseye's a do- uh, horse. Bullseye's a horse that acts like a dog, yeah, and we'll I'm get aware. into... Buster. I am going to have a lot to say about Bullseye. I think Trust Buster. me. Let's say Buster for now. Man, I love dogs. Welcome to the dog cast. <laughs> right? So, okay. Is... Love for dogs. Speaking of dogs, did you know that in Never Ending Minute, there's a flying dog? No. I'm just kidding. Of course. <laughs> uh, well, it's a, it's a dog. It's a luck dragon. Falkor. Yes. Right? Is that yeah. named after the German synth metal band that did Rock Me Amadeus? It's possible. <laughs> it, it definitely is possible. No, he, the book came out way before then, so I would have to say so the other way around. So they from the book. Yeah. What is Buzz's helmet made of? Because this is important to me. And we'll talk about it later near the end of the movie. All right, but... so there's this stuff called plastic. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard of uh... yes. <laughs> That's what you would think by default. But let me put two pieces of counter evidence. One from this minute, one from a later minute. The squeaky noise that Woody's finger makes on Buzz's helmet is not a noise of plastic on plastic. It's a noise of your finger on glass. It's True. a like squeak. And we'll get much into this more. It's used to reflect sunlight, which can you do that with plastic? I don't think you can. Can you? I think you can because it's just about bending the light. So it, bu- hmm. Buzz is a very dangerous toy. Let's <laughs> let's get into Buzz the laser. Definitely not freeing up. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, he's not a preschool toy. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Let's talk about the catchphrase for Buzz Let's because he says it now to infinity and beyond. He sure does. A phrase that sounds big and important and doesn't mean anything. Nothing at all. There's yeah, no that literally means nothing. You know what's beyond infinity? Nothing. More infinity. Nothing. Oh, yeah. It's interesting because four years before this movie came out, Eli Mayor Lucia, whose name I'm probably butchering, wrote a book about mathematic history called To Infinity and Beyond. Wow. So, Toy Story, Pixar, John Lasseter, Andrew Stanton, all the. whoever wrote this bit of the script. I'm calling you out. <laughs> Infinity and Beyond has an interesting, when you look on wikis, it's got an interesting presence. Oh, my. Beyonce says it in Single Ladies. That's the most important thing because it's Beyonce-centric. Beyonce Minute. Yeah, yeah Beyonce Wonder, Minute. Did she, did she get her name from that, too? Beyond and Beyonce? Beyonce. <laughs> to Infinity and Beyonce. Jeb, we just named this minute. <laughs> That's it. Usually I like write a big list while I'm editing of what to name Not the minute. Not even necessary. Yeah, with this and Wandy Newman, I didn't have yep. to think of it at all. <laughs> Wonderful. You guys might Sorry. have said something about this in your previous minutes, but when he's climbing up that post, it's amazing the detail that they put into the wood of that post. You see every single grain, not just the big grains, like mm-hmm. every single grain oh, as yeah. he crawls up there. Yeah. 
You do. It's all stylized, but it's very attention to detail because it is a cartoon. But Pixar art is, if anything, they're very detail oriented. I have a couple more Infinity and Beyond things because it's okay. important to it. me. Tim Allen played a dog in a movie called The Shaggy Dog. You sure did. Which I remember seeing when I was a kid, but I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I could say probably the same thing. And he says the phrase to Infinity and Beyond. So that's incredibly important to me. Very. In Dutch, he actually says to the stars and beyond, but he says it in Dutch. And that makes sense. It so that's does, weird. Yes. There is so something. Dutch make more sense than us, apparently. Yes. And I would argue that this is the only Toy Story to not have a tearjerker moment. Emotional moment, so I wouldn't say a tear-inducing minute. In 2008, a father and son were shipwrecked or plane crashed out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and had to tread water for 15 hours. And to get through it, the father and son kept saying to each other, to infinity and beyond. Which, I have to admit, if that happened yeah. to me, I'd want to strangle my dad by the end of that 15 hours. <laughs> um, dad, I I'm sorry. It. Have I you not it. seen Finding Nemo? Because that has just keeps swimming. <laughs> which also Marlon wants to strangle yes. Dory. Yeah. Uh, it's reminded, now I'm reminded of, oh man, we need to get onto the Goofy movie minute, man. That's the best father-son movie. Yeah. Good movie. Great movie. Let's get to the falling with style. Because this is the big thing for this minute and the next. I'm going to preface this by saying none of this makes any sense. No, not at all. None. Zero bit. Okay, the ball... We already saw the Luxo Jr. ball downstairs a few minutes ago. The kids, when they came upstairs, either brought the ball, which we did not see, or Andy has two copies of the same ball. Right. Both right. unlikely. Checkmate, Pixar. <laughs> we got you there. And <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to have a checkmate, Pixar, in a second here, too. <laughs> awesome. Are, about the loop-de-loop? Is that what we're talking about? No, no, no. I haven't even gotten to the loop to you yet. Oh, man. Oh, man. He jumps from this post, hits the ball. Let's just say it was somehow physically possible for that to launch him forward across the chasm to the top of the ramp. Okay, let's say that's possible. He is facing one direction, flying through the air in that same direction, and somehow lands at a completely different direction. And it starts going up. Yeah, and you know what? When he dives down, his arms are in front of him, and then he bounces off from his head. He should be yep. facing backwards, or like backwards and sideways, yep. towards the window. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't and make somehow, any difference to him. His eyes are closed. Yeah, and somehow he lands facing the right direction on the ramp going down. The ramp does a loop-de-loop. His wings are out, and he would not fit <laughs> through yeah, the loop-de-loop. I would have the yeah, same note. <laughs> it yep. would spin fly making it dead on the ground. Yep. Yeah, it is... Patently absurd, and the physics of this makes no sense. And the only way I could see it making sense is because his wings are collapsible, so as they hit that, they might like slide in for just a second, collapsing on itself. Where's yeah. the noise, Thomas? Where's the noise? If that's, <laughs> hey, your, if that's your theory, we don't have high, high covered up, huh? I'm getting Technology all the, I'm getting, just wasn't there yet. I'm getting full conspiracy theory mode. We had an episode where we accidentally spent a lot of it doing Alex Jones impressions, and I'm going full <laughs> conspiracy theory yep. again. Oops. To Buzz, we established that he probably doesn't feel his helmet, but how does this feel like flying? He's not right. guiding himself. Right. He's going in The only time loops. that he's really doing anything like flying is with the plane. Oh, the plane. Mm-hmm. Oh, the plane. We already talked about the plane, so... We're way ahead on that, but mm-hmm. there is a little caricature of a little, a little girl skating right next to the plane that I found really adorable. I'll, I'll try and find it for the screen cap for this minute. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Another thing about the plane, 
and its status as maybe a toy, maybe not a toy. It's like hanging mobile? Mobile? How does anyone play with it? I mean, Andy can't reach that. Is it for Molly? Is it for... Who is, is it, it for? for? Who is it can for? Can turn on my plane for a second, please? <laughs> I want to watch it spin around. I want to watch it spin for just a couple minutes. <laughs> Usually, wouldn't it just kind of bob back and forth? I guess it's just Buzz's force that makes it spin, right? Yeah. No, I think that toy... I actually remember toys similar to this, and they were made to go in a circle. Did you hang them from your ceiling, or did you like hold yeah, it you, in your hand? Yeah, you hung it from your ceiling, hmm. and it was supposed to go in a circle. Interesting. It goes in a wide circle, too, (laughs) into the next minute when it's still spinning. But it goes in a really wide circle, which kind of seems like it's not good for the ceiling. It feels like it would hit the ceiling. Sorry, I'm this plane, this plane. (laughs) So you do a never-ending minute, correct? (laughs) Yes, I do. And they can find you on iTunes and all that. Yeah, all that jazz. All, all that jazz minute, the Chicago minute by minute. Oh, nice. man, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Wookie Lives. On Facebook, is, we have I'm a sorry, page. Is that the Wookie Lives, like uh, like Star Wars, or the Wikileaks yes. Lives, like Wikipedia? The, the Wookie Lives, like Star Wars, Chewbacca. Okay. <laughs> all right. With two E's at the end, so spell your Wookie properly, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> on Facebook, we have the Never Any Minute page. We have the Never Any Minute Listener Society. You can join and we can talk about Fantasia and all the wonderful things. Fantasia is a movie, but Fantasia is also the land inside NeverEnding Story. So don't don't be confused. That would be Mm -hmm. interesting. I mean, Disney Animated Minute has dozens of movies to choose from. I mean, they're doing Little Mermaid next, I believe. But when slash if they ever do Fantasia, that's going to be interesting. A fully musical movie. I, there, that would be been? that would be kind of rough, I think. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I know the, some of the movies by minutes that have musical numbers in it, like Beauty and the Beast. I know they kind of have slightly slower episodes when they're talking about the songs. There's, it's just all visual stuff. It's like in action movies when Star Wars has a scene where it's just... Clones fighting or lightsabers, yes. They had two solid weeks, or three solid weeks, I forget which, of pod racing, which is... (laughs) Right. I don't know how they got through that. Yeah. Toy Story, at least in the the first Toy Story, all the songs are contained within two minutes. They're, it's yeah. it's real quick. And they're really like overtures where like stuff is going on. Oh yeah, lots of screen. And it's not someone in the movie singing. I think the only instance of someone in the movie singing like one of the song songs is, is Jesse. Is Jesse singing that song? We'll get into I that. I can't remember. Yeah, we'll see in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Sarah McLaughlin's singing it, not Joe Cusack, so... Yeah. Now I'm thinking about that. Oh, so sad. So I do have one last note for this minute. Oh, good, Um, because I have none. (laughs) I think it's nice that that as he's flying through the sky, they keep accentuating the fact that there's clouds behind him. um, Oh, yeah. the wallpaper. So if he were to open his eyes, he might actually think he was flying. (laughs) Especially when he's on on the plane. Oh, man, that's good. Have you ever had to, like, close your eyes? I mean, when you close your eyes for a secret, you want to open them automatically kind of like blinking do you mm-hmm. do you ever have this phenomenon when you have your eyes closed and you still blink yeah I, i've never <laughs> talked with anyone about it and it's so weird to me because yeah. that's like how you can tell if you're sleeping or not mm-hmm. i mean and you see, now you're your listeners are all trying it at home you're all yeah everyone's closing their if you're eyes driving if don't do blink. this if you're driving don't do this yeah wait until you're in a safe place to blink or close your eyes. Go into the blinking lane <laughs> of the blinking <laughs> of the highway. And you use your blinker to get there. Yeah, yeah, make sure you blinker. use your blinker. It's got Please. all the cars crashed on the side. <laughs> it was all the oh, Toy goodness. Story Minute podcast fault. <laughs> <laughs>
Guys, we're not legally responsible, so checkmate, lawyers. Boom. Boom. <laughs> we got him. Uh, you can find us, of course, at Toy Story Minute on Twitter or on Dooley Genre. And like we were saying, check out all the other Movies by Minutes podcasts at moviesbyminutes.com. They got some good stuff. stuff. Some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Some great stuff. And maybe some bad stuff. I haven't listened to all of them. Right. But if you've got a favorite movie, which you must, uh, you're human, be you listening might, to that. Yeah. If it's Toy Story, then you've already found it. If it's Never Ending Story, you also... We both have story podcasts. We wow. do. <gasps> uh, but until then listeners uh thomas you've got a friend in me and listeners you're all my favorite deputy the best wink. the favoritist wink you wink and then i said winks this is a... you have to say it because they can't see it yeah they can't see me oh, yeah i'm not gonna make another gesture without saying that i keep doing. making fun of you for <laughs> and, and feeling really bad air, about it later you just made air quotes as you said gesture <laughs>